Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Anthony Booker and welcome to the Gathering Place Ministries. Today we're going to be talking about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. The four horsemen of the apocalypse. And before I begin, I just want to say the book of James says, Be not many masters, but we shall receive the greater condemnation. So we must be very careful uh, because the word masters means teachers. So we have to be prayerful as we uh, say the word of God that what he has given to us. Um, we don't want to teach anything that's false. And we thank God that he's given us the grace to speak the truth. And we humble ourselves before him daily. I'm reading from Revelation 6, 1 through 8, which says, uh, And I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts, saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him, had a bow, and a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him uh, that sat thereon to take peace from the earth, that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. He that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand, and I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny. And see, thou hurt not the oil and the wine. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death, and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword, and with hunger, and with death, and with the beasts of the earth. So far the scripture. The seals are introduced to us by four beasts. Revelation 4, 6-8 says, And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. In the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf. And the third beast had the face of a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. If you look closely at each of these beasts, they are comparable to the standards of the children of Israel. Numbers 2 and 2 says, Every man of the children of Israel shall pitch by his own standard with the ensign of their father's house. Far off about the tabernacle of the congregation shall they pitch. A standard is a flag or a banner. Each tribe had a host tribe, and all the tribes would line up behind their hostile tribe leader. Those tribes were uh, outstretched toward four directions, north, south, east, and west. The eagle was the standard of Dan, who was stationed on the north side of the camp. Judah was the host tribal leader uh, for the direction facing east. His standard was the lion. Reuben was the leader of the south, and his banner was the face of a man because he was the firstborn. And Ephraim is the tribal leader of the West, and his flag was the calf or the ox. The lion, the man, the ox, and the eagle are also found in Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 10. We have heard about four horsemen all of our life, but just who exactly are they? As we look at the book of Matthew and Revelation side by side, we will see parallel events running alongside each other. If you look at each seal and what they bring, 
you will see in Matthew 24 laid out before us a great explanation. Matthew 24, 4 through 5 says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive me. Revelation 6.2 says, And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. A bow is used to shoot forth arrows. Psalm 7.12 says, Those that don't turn to God from wickedness, God shoots the bow of deceit and falsehood into them. If he turn not, he will wet his sword. He hath bent his bow and made it ready. He hath also prepared for him the instruments of death. He ordaineth his arrows against the persecutors. Behold, he travaileth with iniquity, and hath conceived mischief, and brought forth falsehood. Deuteronomy 32:23 says, Speaking of Israel, I will heap my mischiefs upon them, and will spend mine arrows upon them. And Ezekiel 5, 8, 10, 12, and 16 says, Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, am against thee, and will execute judgments in the midst of thee in the sight of the nations. Therefore, the fathers shall eat the sons in the midst of thee, and the sons shall eat their fathers, and I will execute judgments in thee, and the whole remnant of thee will I scatter into all the winds. A third part of thee shall die with the pestilence and with the famine, shall they be consumed in the midst of thee. And the third part shall fall by the sword round about thee, and I will scatter a third part into all the winds, <clears throat> and I will draw out a sword after them, when I shall send upon them the evil arrows. So the white horse is the arrow of deception. The red horse is war by the sword. The black horse is famine, and the pale horse is plague, death, hell, hunger, and beasts. Scattering into the four winds is a symbol of God's judgment on the nation of Israel to be led away captive into different parts of the earth through deception. And I will scatter you among the heathen, and I will draw out a sword after you, and your land shall be desolate, and your cities waste. Leviticus 26:33. And the Lord shall scatter you among the nations, and you shall be left few in number among the heathen whether the Lord shall lead you, Deuteronomy 4.27. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people from the one end of the earth even unto the other. And there thou shalt serve other gods which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone, Deuteronomy 28.64. The reason for Jerusalem being scattered into the entire world was that they rejected Yeshua, that is, Jesus the Christ. The Jews received and believed in the false messiah Bar Kokhba. Rabbi Akiba promoted Bar Kokhba as the long-awaited messiah in the sight of the Jews, and from this many became deceived into following him and revolted uh, against Rome. War broke out and thousands of Jews were killed. Paul Johnson states that 580,000 Jews died in the fighting and countless numbers by starvation, fire, and the sword. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. <clears throat> Matthew 24 and 6. The red horse in Revelation is the horse of war. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. Revelation 6 and 4. 
and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in divers places. Matthew 24 and 7. This passage mirrors that of Revelation 6, 5 through 8, which says, And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him, had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley uh, for a penny. And see, thou heard not the oil and the wine. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death. And hell followed with him, and power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beasts of the earth. The book of Revelation speaks of the four winds being held by four angels, so that the angel with the seal of God could seal the name of God in the heads of those who were chosen. The 144,000 were sealed before the tribulation in AD 65. The 144,000 were a group of Jewish Christians that were saved from the time of Jesus unto the fall of first century Jerusalem in AD 70. But they are also a symbolic representation of God's completing work in the earth before the fall of Jerusalem in AD 70. Genesis says that God created the universe in six days, which is 144 hours of continuous work unto the Sabbath. The children of Israel were oppressed for 400 years in Egypt, but 400 years wasn't just a random number given by God. 400 years times a 360-day year comes out to 144,000 days of oppression until they were delivered from Egypt. Revelation also says that the wall of the Holy Jerusalem was 144 cubits. Revelation 21 and 17. The 144,000 Jewish Christians that were sealed in the first century were killed and went to heaven to stand before the throne of God. Revelation 14. From 70 AD to AD uh, 135, many Christians were killed that didn't worship the zealot beast system in Jerusalem. Those that died went to heaven where it is said, they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat, for the lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and shall lead them unto living fountains of waters, and shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Revelation 7, 16 and 17, and 14 and 13. Revelation 14, 17 through 20 says, And another angel came out of the temple which is in heaven, he also having a sharp sickle, and another angel came out from the altar which had power over fire, and cried with a loud cry to him that had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in thy sharp sickle, and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth. Grapes are fully ripe, and the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth, and gathered the vine of the earth, and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress was trodden without the city, and blood came out of the winepress, even unto the horse bridles, by the space of a thousand and six hundred furlongs. This passage is referring to the second Jewish revolt against Rome under Bar Kokhba. It was said that it was such a great slaughter in the Bitar fortress that the blood flowed to the horse bridles. This was the final stand by the Jews that caused them to be dispersed in AD 135. Since that time, the four horsemen have been walking to and fro in the earth, unleashing deception on those who don't want truth, war, famine, and plague. These four horsemen are the four winds of heaven, Zechariah 6 and 5, Revelation 7 1. 
They are the four carpenters who scattered Jerusalem after AD 70 and AD 135, Zechariah 118. These are the ones that walk to and fro in the earth, Zechariah 110 and 6 and 7. They are also God's four sword judgments in the earth. This can be found in Ezekiel 14, 21, which says, Thus saith the Lord God, how much more when I send my four sword judgments upon Jerusalem, the sword, that's the red horse, and the famine, that's the black horse, and the Nielsen beast, and the pestilence that cut off from it man and beast, that's the pale horse. The scattering of Jerusalem happened during the thousand year heavenly reign of Christ, which began in AD 70. Ezekiel calls it the time of the heathen, but he also calls it the day of the Lord. Ezekiel 30 and 3 says, For the day is near, even the day of the Lord is near, a cloudy day, it shall be the time of the heathen. Luke calls it the times of the Gentiles. Luke 21, 24 says, And they, that's the Jews, shall, be, uh, shall fall away by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captive into all nations, and Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles, and so the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. The thousand years is symbolic for an extended period of time. Matthew 19 explains that the scattering of Israel was a judgment by God. Matthew 19, 28 says, And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you that ye which followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. This is also referring to Revelation 20 and 4, where John saw thrones and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them, meaning they were given authority to judge. The regeneration is another name for the heavenly millennial reign of Christ. The Bible says that Jerusalem would be scattered until she that travailed came forth. Micah 5 and 3 says, Therefore will he, Jesus, give them up, that's Jerusalem, unto the time that she which travaileth hath brought forth. The travailing here is the rebirth of the nation of Israel in 1948. Notice what Isaiah says concerning this birthing. Isaiah 66, 7 and 8 says, Before she travailed, she brought forth. Before her pain came, she was delivered of a man-child. Who hath heard such a thing? Who hath seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Micah 5 and 4 says, and he, that's talking about Jesus, shall stand and feed in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall abide. For now shall he be great unto the ends of the earth. Jesus' reign will be to the ends of the earth. The phrase, for now shall he be great unto the ends of the earth, emphasizes that Christ's reign ends at the parousia when he delivers up the kingdom back to the Father. 1 Corinthians 15 and 24. The parousia, or the second coming of Christ, happens after the millennium. Micah 5 and 5 explains that Jesus would be the peace when the Assyrian comes in. So then that tells us that the Assyrian comes in at the ending of the heavenly millennium. Who is this Assyrian? The Assyrians were called Warmen or Germans. The Alemanni, also known as Germani or Germans, were the defeated Assyrians who migrated into Central Europe shortly after their fall, about AD uh, or BC uh, 16. Germany was a general uh, uh, name used by the Romans to represent all Assyrian tribes. The Assyrian tribes were known as the Katai, also the Hessians, K 
Ketai is still the Hebrew term for German, and the Romans also used Ketai to represent Germanic tribes. Today, Germans refer to themselves as the Dutchen, which was derived from the Saxon word for an Assyrian. Their country name is called Dutchland. The Bible said Jesus would be the peace when the Assyrian would come into the land. Seeing that the Jews were not back in their land yet, the land here is Germany and Hitler then is the Assyrian. It is Hitler that treaded down the churches and the synagogues of that time. But it was also in this time that the veil began to lift from the eyes of the Jews and God began to gather them back to the land. The lion is the first beast that showed John the white horse of deception. Remember the lion is Judah and he is the Eastern standard. Deception will go forth in the east the blinding of Israel. But the standard of the lion wards off deception for those that have been born again and those whom God is removing the scales from their eyes. In the tabernacle of the earthly sanctuary, the brazen altar on the eastern side represented repentance and the labor represented water baptism. It is the beginning of salvation. This standard then pushes back deception it is good for churches to use flags and banners in worship and intercessory flag waving before God. Those who are rooted and built up in God are helped from being deceived. The ox is the second beast that showed John the red horse of war. The ox is the standard of Ephraim who is in the West. It wars off wars and even nuclear holocaust through its standard. The tabernacle furniture on the West was the altar of incense and the mercy seat. It is through prayer that we ask God for his mercy on fallen humanity to keep them from destroying themselves totally. The red horse was sent to take peace from the earth, but Jesus died on the cross to give us true peace that the world cannot give, even while things are in chaos all around you, John 14, 27. The face of a man is a standard of Reuben who is in the south. The black horse was sent to bring famine in the southern part of the land. But the candlestick that was on the south side of the tabernacle guards against famine, touching the people of God. The light of God will always give you illumination so you won't be famished in drought. The eagle is a standard of Dan who was stationed on the north side of the camp. The pale horse was sent to bring death, sword, hunger, and plague. But it is the showbread or the bread of God's presence on the north side of the tabernacle that gives us proper sustenance against a blow from hell. Isaiah 49:22 says, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will lift mine hand to the Gentiles and set up my standard to the people. And they shall bring my sons in their arms, and thy daughters shall be carried upon thy shoulders. God was saying in this verse that after the tribulation that happened in the Christian church in Europe, he would set up his standard of the eagle to the Gentiles to carry the Jews to their land. The eagle also represents the airplane. God will use the Gentiles to bring the Jews back on planes. Isaiah 59:19 says, So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun, that's the east. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Jeremiah gives us illumination concerning this enemy. Jeremiah 46, 7 and 8 says, who is this that cometh up as a flood, whose waters are moved as the rivers? 
Egypt riseth up like a flood, and his waters are moved like the rivers. And he saith, I will go up, and will cover the earth. I will destroy the city and the inhabitants thereof. Egypt represents the world, sin, and bondage. But in its ultimate symbolism, it would represent Europe and Germany. Daniel 9.26 says, And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. And the end thereof shall be with a flood, and unto the end of the war desolations are determined. The people of the prince that shall come were the Romans who destroyed the city of Jerusalem and the sanctuary under Titus in AD 70. This destruction caused the flood that swept the nation of Israel across the world, then finally to be destroyed in Germany by Adolf Hitler. Many Jews escaped Europe before Hitler came to power. Those that suffered under his hand were almost wiped out, but God didn't forget his mercy for the Jewish people. Isaiah 54, 7 and 8 says, For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. God uses the four horsemen in the earth to send judgment on those who are disobedient. But those who understand and know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Daniel 11, 32. Psalm 60 and 4 says, Thou hast given a banner to them that fear thee, and that it may be displayed because of truth. You see, God uses the four sword judgments or the four horsemen to bring judgment on those that are disobedient, that don't want truth. You see, so Father, we do pray that people turn to you and turn to your truth, O God. We thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, and we give you glory. The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, the Lord make his face shine upon you, be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Be blessed.